Welcome to the first episode of Winning with ERP, how successful manufacturers and distributors succeed with ERP. This is the show where we share best practices for how your business can succeed with ERP software. On today's show, we discuss popular trends in ERP workspaces for 2017 and beyond. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you have data and processes to manage, ERP solutions can be helpful for you. This show is brought to you by Mercola, an ERP and business software that for over 40 years has helped manufacturers and distributors automate, manage, and grow their businesses. Mercola 10 empowers companies to take control of cost and complexity at every critical stage from design through delivery and see all facets of their business from a single application. Thanks for joining us. Here we go. So when you hear the word ERP or enterprise resource planning, you might picture some guy roaming the aisles of your warehouse, scanning things, checking inventory, or maybe you picture a silent group of consultants and IT people who seem to magically appear at times, work on your computer, and then they leave. For some people, ERP is a mysterious and complicated subject, but how it originated is actually pretty simple. ERP, I think, started out mainly as a need that uh, businesses had to do accounting. That's Derek Oaks, an ERP thought leader whose work resume includes working for eBay and other ERP innovators. And they're basically thought of as, you know, as accounting software. So 40 years ago, when businesses first began buying mainframe computers, they would use those computers for basic accounting tasks. These computers would work in conjunction with physical systems as well, like filing cabinets, Rolodexes, etc. But as simple as these ERP tasks were, they were also limited in scope. And so, you know, I think traditionally ERP was used to record this data and report on it, so basically transactional stuff. So the history of ERP started as transactional, just inputting and receiving basic information in a computer. You would get an invoice, and then you would manually enter the information on the invoice into a QuickBooks-like system. The next phase after that, we move from transactions and reporting into interactions. So you have the ability in uh, modern ERP systems sometimes to be able to handle interactions between people. So these are checkpoints that used to be done manually. So, you know, if you were a, a salesperson, you may have a rule at your business that every sale that you make has to be approved by your manager. Uh, and that would be a manual process. So every sale, you'd have to call your manager and say, hey, are you okay with this quote that I just gave to a customer? Well, now that can all be automated through workflows. So interactive ERP systems allow you to do more with your information. You and others can interact with the data, and your data processes can be automated, removing some of the basic manual transaction processes. So instead of manually inputting those numbers that you get on the invoice with a transactional ERP system, With an interactive ERP system, there are technologies like optical character recognition, where you can scan documents or photograph them, and the system retrieves the information automatically. Modern ERP systems are moving into a lot of other areas now. So you have now the ability to be proactive in your ERP system. So the system starts to warn you before bad things happen. So you're you're low on inventory, or you you need to know that Maybe a customer is getting close to their credit limit or something like that. So if you're a business that has some sort of ERP integration, you're going to be somewhere on this continuum between transactional processes to interactional processes to proactive and predictive processes. Quick check. Where on the ERP continuum is your business? Okay, so far we get the history of ERP, but what are some of the trends? And what direction is ERP heading? That way we can all make sure that we can take advantage. 
Well, there are many trends, but today we'll just pick four to talk about. Business intelligence, big data, user experience, and security. For our first trend, ERP and business intelligence, let's meet somebody who knows firsthand the pain and the gain of ERP systems. My name is Ben Barber, and I'm the general manager at Solaire Medical, and we do storage equipment for hospitals, so carts, cabinets, um, and, and product-specific type storage. So we had a, a proprietary system that we had developed that was very sales-focused, so it gave us a lot of flexibility in terms of, of selling and forms and things like that, but it didn't give us visibility into our, our operations. One of the issues that can arise from having a proprietary system isn't just lack of visibility, but also incompatibility with new machines and technologies. In other words, it's a type of version lock. And now there's really a lot of a move in the industry to do configuration over customization. Because customization means you have a consultant come in and write custom code that modifies screens. And when you do that, you, you, it's very, very difficult to upgrade. And you get into a situation they call version lock, where you're stuck on a version you can't upgrade. So the first big trend is ERP becoming more intelligent, meaning that it's becoming more versatile. That's good news if you're someone like Ben at Solaire Medical, and you're in a business that has an ERP system that doesn't allow for easy configuration for changing business needs. Trend number two, big data. For most people, even people in the IT industry, big data is a term that sometimes just gets tossed around without being clearly defined. In this case, we'll talk about big data in terms of data that is recorded, but is not necessarily used for immediate business purposes. It might be monitoring data, temperature readings, speed, or RPM. Much of this data is used for maintenance or diagnostic purposes. But a lot of that data is kept around on the floor because it's not needed for um immediate purposes. Uh, but what they're starting to find is sometimes you can mine that for historical data. So if you want to know the lifespan of a machine, you can kind of monitor the temperature readings and things like that. And they may show you that there is, you'll be able to predict that there is an upcoming failure of that machine. So you might want to schedule your maintenance for it. A similar thing can happen with transactional data. There may be a lot of data around transfers of inventory that isn't recorded because in the past it wasn't needed or it was impractical to try to store or analyze the data. But with improving technology, the game has changed. Big data systems and some of the technology that came out of big data allows you to sift through that really low-grain data and actually get things out of it. The ability to project in the future things that are going to happen, um, also to look for trends. So big data is the second trend in the ERP evolution. More businesses are able to record more data, and they can use different types of analysis from the data to reap benefits for their business. This is the halfway point of our show. So far, we've talked about two trends in ERP. ERP becoming more intelligent and ERP using big data. Now let's talk about two additional trends. User experience in ERP and advancement in security in ERP. You ready? Here we go. Trend number three, user experience. If I say user experience, Maybe you're thinking of famous guys like Johnny Ive, Steve Jobs, the brains behind the guys who design iPhones and other types of Apple products. But you might not think about ERP systems and user experience. It used to be that user experience, or UX, meant user interface design. And it would be somebody who would make sure that your website looked nice, that the fonts matched, that the branding looked good. 
But over time, people have realized that there's more than meets the eye. There's more to just looking good. But what about people actually being able to use it? So that kind of grew into a branch of the field called usability or user experience. And so now you have people that um, are specifically UX designers or user experience designers, and their entire job is to improve the user experience of an application. And what they do is instead of looking at the problem as, you know, hey, we have this data and we need a way for the user to enter the data in, they look at the problem from another angle. They say, what is the user actually trying to do in their job? So advances in user design allow a business to ask, what are we really trying to do? And what do we want our software to do for us? Here's what Ben Barber at Solaire Medical wanted their ERP software to do. I guess the key word would be visibility. And I think workspaces have given, given us that. Now, company-wide, everybody has visibility into their role. And even outside their role, you know, our, our engineering folks can look at our sales and our sales folks can look at our engineering, you know, processes and things like that and see where they're at. So it's given us a ton of visibility. And one of the things that really helped us do was reduce our inventory. So I think we reduced our inventory by about 25%. So the third trend of user design means ERP software is becoming more user-friendly, which has a ton of benefits all around. One of them being that more people can see each other on the system, which means more visibility. Trend number four, advances in security. So one of the best things about modern technology is it's becoming easier than ever to connect. You can literally connect to anybody, anywhere, at any time in the world. And with a cloud-type technology, you can work in real time with anyone in the world. But with more openness and ease of access, there's a trade-off. As we get more open and more connected, we also have to start thinking more about security. And the field has changed a lot over the years, and it's more and more, there are, there are many, many more things we have to worry about and new ways that people can uh, run into problems with security. So threats that we face today are things like Trojans, worms, ransomware, or cross-site scripting attacks. Other threats are things like spyware, where someone downloads an app that causes problems with your system. And that's not to mention just threats to your sensitive data or data breaches. Retail, healthcare, and manufacturing are the favorite targets of hackers. According to a new study by IBM, in 2016, manufacturing is actually the second most targeted industry, second only to healthcare. In the past, it may, you may have been able to get by with just saying, well, that's my IT guy. He's the only one that has to worry about security. As long as he puts antivirus on our system, we're good to go. That has changed a lot. Security has to be taken kind of into account across the system. So the people that install software, the people that are doing upgrades, the people that do physical security, that's another area you have to think about. You know, who is keeping track of the card key access to your building? So while you always have to be vigilant on guarding against outside threats, there's also always the possibility of an inside threat. Many businesses work with contractors who might have access to secured data, or perhaps there's a disgruntled employee that you're concerned might try to damage your software. So what do you do? One way to deal with this is every time that you open something up, so somebody says, hey, we'd really like external access to your EAP system, you're opening a door. And when you open that door, every time that you do that, we need to think about, are we making 
the right, taking the right measures to secure that door that we just opened. The important part is asking the right questions and getting the right people in to be able to answer those. And so we all kind of have to think about it. Even your lowest level employees um, should have some mindset of how to secure the things that they do. So anybody that has access to data, anybody that has access to a building, they should all kind of know, Here, here's the basic things you need to know about security. Quick check. How do you try to secure your ERP data? One of the most common methods is rights and roles. So you have certain rights to get to things and you put people into roles that have those rights. You may have a role in your system that is an administrator. And you may have another role in your system that is a customer service person. They only have access to certain parts of your application. It's always better to give people the minimum amount of rights and roles that they need. You always start usually with the lowest level of access. And then if people find out they need additional uh, access to things, then you grant those. So to summarize trend four, in any business, there are typically three major areas that you need to make sure are secured. The first is physical security. Who has access to your building? The second is operating system and network security. Do you have antivirus and patchworks running? And what about your routers and switches? Are they secured and correct? The third area of security is application security. This is what ERP falls under. Ask yourself, what applications are you running for your ERP? And make sure that all three of these areas are harmonizing together to work for a better security system for you. Well, that's it for this episode. If you'd like more information about these trends or other trends in ERP, feel free to check out our show notes. This show is brought to you by McCola, an ERP and business software that for over 40 years has helped manufacturers and distributors automate, manage, and grow their businesses. McCola 10 empowers companies to take control of cost and complexity at every critical stage from design through delivery and see all facets of their business from a single application. On the next episode, we'll discuss automated workflows. It's one of the best features that ERP software has, and some people think that they've already maximized what they can do with automated workflows. But consider this. I think the single greatest benefit is what it's helped us automate. And we were able to essentially grow the company in the high double digits and maintain our same workforce. So if you're looking for better ways to grow your business, join us next time. And until then, remember, if you want to win in business, you win with ERP.